Welcome to another MultiPure podcast. My name is Joel Polina. I'll be your host for this podcast today. I'm the copywriter here at MultiPure. And joining me is our director of marketing, Michelle Priest. How's it going, Michelle? It's going great, Joel. Thanks. Well, today we're going to talk about a, a few different articles that have come out in the last uh, week or so about a contaminant that's kind of been getting a lot of uh, a lot of press, a lot of uh, a lot more exposure in the last year than it has uh, prior to that. And I'm talking about forever chemicals, perfluoroctanoic acids, perfluoral perfluorosulfonic acids, and perfluoroalkyl substances in general, also known as PFOS. PFOA and PFAS. Yeah, don't try to say that three times fast. It is really hard to say. <laughs> but these uh, these substances are, uh, if you're not familiar with them, they're used in so many products out there. Anything that has to be stain resistant, fire resistant, uh, non-stick, anything with a coating like that, a chemical coating to make it last longer or resist things probably involves a perfluoral perfluoroalkyl substance, or I mean, maybe I'll just say forever chemicals. Does that sound better? <laughs> uh, that's what I'm sticking with. I'm not even going to try to go where you're going. So and They're called forever chemicals because these chemicals do not degrade. So that means that firefighting foams is a really common usage, uh, a common uh, item that uses these chemicals because perfluoroalkyl substances are flame retardant. And so they're used to put out fires. The problem is firefighting foams, they get washed away, they enter water sources, and they never, the chemical never breaks down. So it enters water supplies, it enters groundwater, enters surface water, it enters the soil, and it sticks which means that when you drink water with it, it sticks in you. And that's why they're called forever chemicals. And we're going to talk about a few stories that came out that really highlight how widespread this issue is. And uh, three different stories came out in the last couple of weeks. And one takes place in New Jersey, one takes place in California, and one takes place in Wisconsin. And the California one is less so about PF, uh, PFAS, but uh, it also shows just how widespread, how easy it is to overlook a lot of contaminants. Michelle, which state do you feel like, to, uh, or which area do you feel like tackling first? Oh, man, there's so many good ones. So, you know, let's hit California real quick because it's near and great to my heart and that's where my family is. You know, the scary thing is that, you know, a few years ago, you would never think about finding arsenic in your water. They used to say arsenic was in only in areas where it's agricultural. And the next thing you know, they're saying they're finding arsenic pretty much everywhere across the United States, not just the states that we mentioned, but it's widespread. So it's, it's a little eye-opening for people, I think, when they read these articles that, you know, people have to be really cognizant of the water that they're drinking because you just take for granted that the water that's coming out of your tap is good. And one of the points I was making on a, a training call I was doing today with some people was that, you know, the municipalities are doing the best that they can. They process a, a very large amount of water every day for all of our needs, but less than 1% of the water is actually consumed by people, so they can only do so much. And that's why I think it's so important that people, you know, take control of their lives and be proactive and buy a drinking water system to, to take care of the chemicals that are here now or that may be coming up again in the future because you never know what's going to be happening. What do you think, Joel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a little, a lot of times people overlook water contamination until they get that big notice that kind of tells them, hey, there's an emergency, watch out for your water. But it's kind of a, it's a kind of insidious in that a lot of times there's a lot of contamination that people don't even notice about. And arsenic is definitely one of those where it kind of, here in, in Nevada at least, uh, or, or the Vegas area, arsenic is kind of a, 
it's a little higher than normal than it should be because I, I believe it's just the mineral content or, or the air, the region of the desert. There's a little more arsenic than there should be in the water. So it's something that, that uh, water reports here always kind of highlight. But it's one of those things where people, you either think about arsenic being used to poison people <laughs> or arsenic used in industrial processes, but just arsenic is just kind of naturally occurring. It's just there. And it's kind of, it's, it's kind of sneaky in that if you don't, even realize that your water can be contaminated with something like arsenic and arsenic of course is highly toxic and now uh, a study came out from uc berkeley saying that almost 400,000 californians are drinking water that is highly contaminated with arsenic nitrate chromium and, and even in the study they said they they believe that they're greatly understating the amount of people that are that are affected by water contamination uh with things like arsenic and this is on top of another study that came out i believe it was last November about uh they said something like they found over 150 wells they tested around California were showing signs of forever chemical contamination and just there's so many contaminants and it's kind of crazy you'd think a state as wealthy as California would be able to have a get a grip on at least water quality especially in a state where water is such a premium there's always a drought in California every year every few months you hear stories about drought same thing here in, in Nevada you think with water supplies being so essential, especially with all the farmland in California, that they would have a little better idea of how to protect the water supplies, you know? Yeah, definitely. That's so true. And it's weird, you know, in addition to the states that you mentioned, I was reading an article about this family in Maine. It was their lifelong dream to have an organic farm. So they bought this land in Maine. They're growing these vegetables organically. And evidently what had happened was the area that they were living in that they had no idea about, it was actually a sludge for chemicals where people would get rid of their dis and dispose of their old chemicals. So what they found out is their PFOA level was 400 times the limit. They have a small child. All the organic vegetables that they'd grown are growing in soil that has all this contaminant in it. And their land is completely useless and they're, they're lost. They don't even know what to do. But they're saying for themselves, who would have thought? you know, that that would have happened in this day and age. And it kind of made me kind of curious about it, but they were saying that they were having problems in of PFOAs in, since 2015 in that area. They just didn't advertise it. It's a good thing that you mentioned uh, organic gardens or, or, or gardens and being grown in contaminated areas because I think a lot of people always think about water and drinking water contamination as only drinking water. But water contamination does affect everything that's using that water. So if you have plants growing with contaminated water, those plants are now contaminated. So if you have forever chemicals in the water, you have forever chemicals in your garden. If you're eating with those vegetables, you are now eating contaminated vegetables. It's kind of, it's pretty vicious how these chemicals, because they don't break down, they just spread to anything that, that touches them. It's, it's probably why they're so dangerous and why they're getting so much more attention now that people realize just how bad this type of contamination can be. Yeah, it is. That's actually really kind of scary, though. You know, you you, you want to do your best and you you, th you think about, you know, doing your best by maybe buying organic fruits or vegetables. So I guess, you know, you have to do the things that you can do to control what you can control. And I guess it starts by having good drinking water, right? Right. And and l let me just, you know, move over to a different state because it kind of ties into contamination. And this is uh, New Jersey, where, where I'm originally from, New Jersey. So, hey, shout out to any people from the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, a story came out that Mawa Township, this is a uh, North Jersey, it's right on the border of New York State. They their water supply is tested with PFOS levels higher than the state maximums, and uh, they're rightfully concerned because it's the entire water supply from Mawa Township, which is lots of people live there. I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but you know each township has tens of thousands of people. They're worried about uh, the contamination because of the water there, and. The mayor of Mawa uh, Township said that they are hoping they just discovered it. Uh, it really came to light this uh, last month, January 2022, and the mayor was stated as saying they hope they can resolve it by August of 2023. That is a year and a half of basically saying your water is going to keep. Is we know it's contaminated. We're hoping to resolve it in a year and a half. So, kind of like you're on your own. It's kind of, yeah. it's kind of. What tough. do you do with that, right? Because what are your choices at that point, right? Yeah, and and some organization have, has have actually said, you know, they're advising residents to uh, filter their water, and they're suggesting activated carbon filters, which of mm-hmm. course here at MultiPure we know because our filters we have filters to deal with PFOA and POFOS. In fact, the Aqua Reform and the Aqualux are NSF certified to treat these forever chemicals in the water, and so at, at least. It's kind of funny that the town's government is basically saying, yeah, we found this. It's really bad. You're on your own because it's going to take us a long time to fix it. But in the meantime, hey, maybe you should buy a filter for yourself. That's kind of all they're doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought, right, that that would be happening? And then you have the news article that was in Michigan. Michigan? Uh, No, uh, Milwaukee. Wisconsin. Uh, Yes, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And again, same thing. You know, these people all of a sudden, you know, they're drinking the water. Then all of a sudden they're saying, oh, shoot, you know, how you have a lot of those, these forever chemicals in your water. How long has that water had it in there before they noticed to test for? Because it's a new thing that people are having to test for, that municipalities are testing for. So, you know, and they have what one area had 16,000 customers, another had 40,000 customers, and they had a very, very high level of the uh, PFOAs in their water. So, I think if you, you look in the newspapers or you look online at the news reports, you're going to find all kinds of things popping up in the water that we need to be aware of. Yeah, and, and the the situation in Wisconsin is actually a little worse than New Jersey because the New Jersey tests were showing levels that were uh, uh, higher than the than the um, maximum allowed. But, uh, you know, we're talking like uh, something like 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 20 25 parts per trillion where they're saying you know maybe it it should they shouldn't have more than like 18 parts per trillion please don't quote me on that cuz i don't have the article right in front of me but i i believe those numbers sound familiar in my head but the wisconsin one their limit was something like 20 parts per trillion and they were detecting like 48 parts so that's more than double the maximum allowed in their water supplies that they're finding in water all throughout Wisconsin. The, the, the towns, have been, they said over 50 areas. We're talking, if I don't pronounce these names right, give me a little allowance for this. I am not from Wisconsin. I've never been to Wisconsin, so I don't know the exact pronunciation, but it was places like uh, Wausau, Eau Claire, Rib Mountain, Campbell, Marinette, Peshtigo, Madison, Milwaukee, and Manitowoc. All all these areas, and I know at least a few of those are major metropolitan areas for Wisconsin. They're all showing forever chemical contamination in their water. And about and it's so bad that there are people basically relying on bottled water, uh, not just to drink, but to cook their food with and to brush their teeth with and that seems kind of absurd cracking open a bottle of water to brush your teeth that seems uh very short-sighted very expensive especially when there there are better ways you could you could get your water i mean multi-pure uh sorry just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little plug there but 
<laughs> you know, shameless plug there going. But you know what? The thing is, is that, you know, in that one article I, I was reading, I was like, they were saying, well, maybe we can just drill some more wells or something. But I'm like, okay, you're going after the same water. It doesn't matter which well you're in. But that was one of the one of the people's solutions. Well, we're not sure what to do yet, but maybe we could drill a well. So again, I think you can't leave stuff in other people's hands. I think we as um, as individuals yeah. need to like be more proactive and and do what we need to do to take care of our family by giving them really good water with uh, shameless plug MultiPure. But you know, it's a it's a good system to have. And and think about this. You know, MultiPure's been around for how long, Joel? Many 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 years. Uh, Fifty years. And, uh, Fifty-two years now. Yeah, 50 some years and same unit, it's doing all these great things. So even if you had PFOAs in your water or are lead in your water, whatever things in your water 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and you had a multi-pure, it, it was taking care of it for you. You didn't have to think about it. And I think that's what we need to remember now is we need people need to get a drinking water system so they don't have to think about the newest and greatest contaminant that they're going to definitely find in the water. Yeah, because all Every time a new contaminant comes out, eventually the recommendations basically say, hey, activated carbon is probably the key to treating this in your water. And that's the solid carbon block filters, multi-peers carbon block filters. It's basically taking activated carbon in granular form and then mashing it together and heating it up and making a block that makes it much, much, much more effective than just the loose activated carbon. So basically they're taking something that already is recommended to work and making it vastly better at doing its job at taking these contaminants out of your water. And, and it's just, it's funny because a lot of people like love bottled water, which I still find baffling because uh, you get enough good filtered water and you realize bottled water is horrible in every respect. But yeah, it's always, uh, it always comes down to when you hear about people saying they're using bottled water for cooking and brushing their teeth, things like that, that really stand out because when you get a filter, you don't have to worry about cracking open a bottle in your bathroom and using it for brushing your teeth or cracking open how many little bottles of water and pouring it into your pot to boil your, your to cook your food or wash off your food or, or, or do whatever. It's silly. And it, I think every, every year more stories come out about contamination cropping up in different parts of the country, all around the country. And every year it's always the same thing. Some people are turning to bottled water and they're using it for purposes it wasn't designed for. Then other people are like, Hey, carbon filters they they do it this works yeah definitely it's it's weird you know bottled water people are going to bottle water because of these contaminants but where's that water that's in that bottle coming from like in california <laughs> remember where they had the arsenic issue a really huge bottled water company crystal geyser yes that was it pulls their water from from california and we definitely have this arsenic problem so okay so now you're paying a premium for the water but what's in that water so again bottled it's, water uh... <laughs> not the best alternative you know so it's it's like the whole it's like the whole drilling for more water thing it's like hey uh there's contaminated water let's get this bottled water that's bottled with the contaminated water it's like or it's like if if a river had contaminants in it, it's like i'll just go further down the river and get the water from there i'm sure it's better there yeah <laughs> makes perfectly great sense so yeah <laughs> but i think people need to just you know Look in your local newspapers or look online and just, you know, really educate yourself and educate people around you to why they really need to take control of their lives and and take that next step. You know, it's good to exercise. It's good to eat good food. But, you know, our bodies are, depending on what part of your body is, over 60 percent water. You need to have the best water to make it work its best. 
Yeah, and these forever chemicals, they've really only gotten a lot of spotlight in the past couple of years. So they're still fairly new when it comes to long-term studies of their effects. I mean, the only thing that a lot of studies have agreed on is that they increase your chance of kidney cancer and testicular cancer, and they will damage your immune system or your endocrine system, your, your hormones, things like that. I mean, the exact effects uh, are probably years away from, from long-term studies, but... Uh, you know, it's in general, it's a good idea to avoid carcinogens. I mean, I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but carcinogens are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And even it's it's a big deal that who's that actor? Mike Ruffalo, Mark Mark Ruffalo, and yeah. and Hathaway did that movie Dark Waters about that whole PFOA contamination. And it's a it's a scary movie. It's it's frightening when you think about it. These are actually things that happen to real people because of these chemicals, and they're showing the effects of the that these that that chemical cost to these people and so we know it's definitely bad but got to be proactive uh-huh. so joel i think we made a lot of good points today about how people need to be proactive and how we need to take control of our water and make good decisions by getting a great drinking water system like the multi-pure drinking water systems shameless plug again and we've got a lot of really good educational podcasts uh youtube videos and all kinds of things um you can access them from our website multipure.com and i hope you will enjoy this conversation today with joel and i thanks joel you're welcome thank you <laughs> great information and you know we're here to support you in any way you need so have a great day everybody and, and listen to a future podcast <laughs>